Welcome to the She Illuminates podcast, an empowerment hub for Christian women just like you who are ready to be filled by God's truth and light and illuminate their God-given influence in their homes, careers, businesses, and communities. I'm your host, Shamel Evans. I'm passionate about creating a space, connecting, and transforming the lives of women. We talk about real things, and we value transparency, honesty, and vulnerability. Be empowered to live anchored in your faith, influence your patch, and walk in your purpose. Let's dive in. Hey ladies, it's Shamel here and welcome back to another episode of the She Illuminates podcast. And today I have a great show for you because many times ladies, we in this culture where it says girl boss, hustle and grind and make it happen. Now don't get me wrong, all of those things are fine and I'm one to work hard in everything that I do. But what I have found is that when we have this mentality of I got to go do it for myself and I got to make things happen, you may find yourself feeling overwhelmed and simply empty. You're tired, you're frustrated, and you don't know what to do to take the next step. But ladies, it is important for us to keep our tank full. And I'm a strong believer that if we want to pour out into this world, if we want to shine our light, we want to walk in our purpose and calling, we have to make sure that we're coming from a great place where we're filled, where we're taking time to pour into ourselves, love on ourselves, and just can simply fill our tank so that we are able to give out as God has called us to. So today I have on the show my friend, mentor, and so many other things in my life. She is my girl who's always there to help me when I have business questions. But most importantly, she's there to pick me up and to fill my tank. Because sometimes, lady, it's so easy for us to pour into others that we miss out on pouring into ourselves. So, Carissa, I want to welcome you to the show. And I want to say thank you, girl, for always loving on me and for always being there to pour into me. And so I'm just excited to have you on the show so that you can spread some of that love and wisdom to all the ladies that are listening in. Ah, I am so excited to be here, Chanel. And this means the world to me, not only to have uh, a space to chat about awesome things with you, but also to just watch how you have bloomed and blossomed and continued to uh, show up, which is my mantra, my my current and forever uh, repeated phrase in my brain is to show up, just continue to show up. And you've done such a beautiful job of that. And I'm so grateful that I get to be here and help you um, help hold space for some awesome things to come out of what I'm sure will be an incredible conversation. Well, thank you so much, girl. I definitely appreciate that. And, you know, we met, who it seems like a while now, it's been several years, me and you connected through a business mastermind where actually you visited in Nashville and you did like a meetup for business entrepreneur. So we got to meet face to face and you have helped me through the start of this this faith journey that God has gotten me on. Um, it was at the beginning where you helped me to really get that clarity mm-hmm. and just really encouraged me to pursue those dreams and to pursue that all that God has um, called me to. But the one thing that really has stuck with me, Carissa, is that the fact that you always encourage me to take time to get to know who I am and to make sure that I'm filling myself up. What are those core desired feelings and to simply show up and I like how you live by that mantra to show up. And ladies, you know, when we we hear the word show up, it doesn't mean we have to always be busy. 
it doesn't mean we have to be in this chaos of churning and trying to make things happen. Showing up can simply mean just showing up each day to be present, to love on yourself, to make sure that you're you're taking time to get to know who you are, to love on you, and to give yourself that space to breathe. Me and you have talked about that a lot, just room and margin to breathe and to accept where you are. Because I think we just live in this culture that paints this, pre- this pretty picture that everything is always at the top. Everybody's on their A game all the time. You know, a lot of us don't capture the 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 behind the scenes, the messiness and some of those those down moments. And I try my best to be as transparent as I can in my journey, because I think that's how we grow and that's how mm-hmm. we learn. And one of the things that I appreciate about you is that you allowed me to have that space to be transparent and to come to you when there are moments when I'm just running on E. In our last discussion, probably about a month ago, me and you were just chatting about you know, keeping our tank full and the importance of what that means. And so I just wanted you to chat with us today about what does that concept to you mean and how have you evolved over the last year or so about making that space for you and to to pour into yourself or pour into those things that are important, that really matter to you? Such a good question. Um, for me, I, I like to think of them as gas tanks so you've heard me say the tanks thing a lot and um i like to think of my my capacities and the things that i most want to be for myself and other people as tanks and so um one of those i mean you could model these after after scripture if you wanted to in galatians when we talk about the fruits of the spirit you could absolutely do that mine are parallel to that but a little bit different and so um, I like to think about this when I teach this. I think about it, if you had a magic wand and you could give everybody in the world instant access to a certain feeling or emotion and without, you know, you knew it would work, there'd be no question, what would it be? And um, whatever that is, that's your top tank. So for me, that happens to be acceptance. I want everybody in the world to feel acceptance. So that means that I have an acceptance tank. And that if I don't spend time filling that tank, I can't give acceptance to myself. I can't give acceptance to other people because I don't have it to give. You can't give what you don't have. And so um, for me, getting really clear on what I, the, the qualities that I wanted to be for myself and other people, um, being loving, being patient, being kind, um, being embodied, being playful, those things are very important to me. And so knowing that, wow, if I really want the people around me that I care about, my clients, my family, my friends, to have access to those things from me, I need to make sure that I'm prioritizing those in my life as well, too. So it doesn't mean that I'm adding extra things into my schedule. All it means is that the things that are there, um, I'm laser focused about what they are. And I also bring those energies into what I'm already doing. So for example, putting on fun music while I do laundry. Nobody really loves to do laundry. If you do love laundry, you can come to my house. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, putting on fun music while I do laundry and having that be a, a mode where I can access my playful side. Um, keeping the things that I'm already doing on my calendar, but making them um, in alignment with the things that I most want, I think is really important. I feel like you really hit the nail on the head, Chanel, when you said that we don't share the in-between. We don't share uh, the messy. We don't share, by default, we don't share the hard stuff. 
and we don't share things that are vulnerable because we don't want to be seen that way. Um, that's what our mind tells us. But really, that's where the incredible things happen. I know my conversations with you, my conversations with clients have been profoundly impactful when we are willing to say, hey, you know what? I am walking through some hard stuff right now. I'm being taught some hard lessons right now, or I feel empty, or I feel drained, or I'm so tired, all I want to do is cry and nap for like the next year. And um, when we are just open and honest with what's going on, you'll find that you are met with other women that will say, oh, I'm so glad you admitted it because I'm there too. And that's really where the magic happens. When you can be yourself, you can be vulnerable, you can be honest with what's, your, what's going on and what you need. That's when the magic happens. You can't fill your tanks if you don't know what you need. And um, admitting that can sometimes be a hard thing, but that's, that's where the magic starts. So good. And, you know, you just made a good point is that we can't fill our tank if we don't know what we need. And I think that's a challenge for many of us is that we really haven't, a lot of us struggle because we haven't taken time to get to know who we are and what we need and how we best function. And the last six months to a year, I have really been in that place where it's been about me. Um, some people may think that comes off as selfish, but I, I look at that as a way of self-love and self-care. I'm a wife, a mom of three, three boys, and I work full-time and I have all these different things I do. But I found, Carissa, that a lot of times I felt empty because I'm pouring out to all of these different areas. And I don't think over the years I really stopped and asked myself, what do I truly want for me? How am I really loving on me? What sets my soul on fire? Yeah. I'm not talking about my role as a wife or mom or, you know, a business owner, entrepreneur. I'm just simply asking, what does Shamel need right now? Yep. And so we have to make that time and that space and give that energy to figure out who we are. And Christ talks about that in the Bible, about knowing who we are first in him. Like we can't go out here running and chasing after a calling and a purpose when we don't even know ourselves. Because I've been there, ladies, where, you know, I'm pouring and I'm giving, but I'm steady circling back. I'm steady having this kind of yo-yo effect where I'm hitting like rock bottom emotionally and spiritually because Shamel is not getting filled from a place from within. And so we have to make that time, ladies. And I know life is busy and it's chaotic and there's so many things, but we make time to do everything else. Why not make time to fill our tanks? Why not make time to get to know who we are in Christ, to really spend that time to meditate on the word of God, to really zoom in into how he's created us to be so uniquely, so divine, and he's given us so many gifts and talents. And so when we create that space and that energy to fill ourselves first in Christ, then in return, the benefits is we start to know who we are. We figure out what, what drives us, what we're passionate about. What are those small things that really set our hearts on fire? I mean, she illuminates is about our God-given influence. It's about how God has enriched us to be able to shine our light into the patches of our lives. But we can't shine that if we're running empty. Right. And so I love right. how you, in the simple things, like it doesn't have to be hard. Like you said, I'm like you, girl. I don't like doing laundry. I can wash it all day, but I don't want to fold it and I don't want to put it up. Um, so I'm like you, turn that music on, figure out what, how you best work 
You know, what are those things that really drive you nuts? You know, maybe you need to stop doing those. Me and you have talked in the past about core desired feelings. You know, what are those those core things, how you want to feel? So I post those feelings up throughout my house or in my office. So when I have those moments where I'm starting to feel like I'm, I'm running on E or depleted, I remind myself of how I want to feel. And so I have that mental time out where I ask myself, What's on my plate right now or the things or circumstances around me, if they're taking me away from how I, I truly desire to feel, then I need to push back. I need to take something off my plate. Or it may simply be God is calling me to be still. He's calling me to, to, to Shabbat, to cease, to stop, so that yeah. I could take that time to rest in his presence or take that time to let go and truly embrace what he's calling me to do. And so that brings up another thing that me and you chat about. You were, I was chatting with you about, you know, this pressure of, you know, just motherhood right now is a little tough with me. I have three boys, 10, six, and three, and they're in these different um, places. And I feel every day they're coming for me. Like they love me, but I feel like every day they're like, it's something. And they're like, just trying to run my blood pressure up or something. Um, and so for me, I get so caught up in the end results. Like I want my babies to do this. So I'm gonna work hard and put all this pressure to do X, Y, and Z. But all of that just stirs up just chaos. It stirs up this pressure, this perfection. And you simply told me the last time we chat was to let go of how the story ends. And you might not thought that was a big statement, but I wrote that statement down because it reminded me that, again, I have to let go of what's down the road. And we parallel that back to the Bible where God says, no man knows what, what tomorrow's going to hold, but focus on today, be present, enjoy what he's given us right now, you know, and tomorrow will take care of itself. And so I remind myself daily that as I'm thinking about how I can keep my tank and how I can pour into myself, am I really letting go and just really showing up daily so that I can enjoy what God is unfolding? So if you'd like to share a little bit more insight about what that means to you and how, how you've learned to live by just letting go of how the story ends and truly embracing the day-to-day -day journey versus like this, I got to strive for what's coming up. Um, yeah, I would love to share about that. So having it be a, a journey where you're focused on the day-to-day -day is so important. I think having an awareness and a vision, you know, a vision without vision, people perish. So having a, a vision of the end game is a really, really important thing um, as far as making sure that your ship is pointed in the right, you know, direction in the ocean of life. I think that that's really important. But I think um, checking in with that every once in a while, every few weeks, every month is great. But really focusing on the day-to-day -day because, honestly, we're not promised tomorrow. We know that we only get one day at a time. And um, there's an energetic principle that I really love where if you're focused on the past, uh, that's where you're living. And if you're focused on the future, that's where you're living. And if you're focused on today, you're actually focused in the present moment, which is really all that we have control over. And so I think that it's really important to make sure that we slow down. Um, there's such a culture right now of, like you were saying, girl boss and getting it done. And I have to do X, Y, and Z so that I can meet this goal so that I can have the business or I can have the family or I can have the, uh, you know, the well-adjusted kids. I can have all those things, which are important. Hear me say that that's important. However, 
um, if you end up working so hard and focusing so hard on the vision that is years out or weeks out or months out, you're going to miss the moment. You're going to miss those day-to-day things where um, there's such a sweetness in connecting with people in the, in this, in the, the small intimate moments of every day. And a huge part of me uh, realizing that is just gratitude. Um, gratitude is a huge, huge way to reconnect yourself with the present moment. It's a huge way to just stop and say, I'm so grateful for um, the sun rising today. I'm so grateful that I get to see today. Uh, one of my favorite passages of scripture is in Colossians. I have it in front of me, so I'll read it. It's Colossians 3.15, and I'm reading from the NIV. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We are called to be thankful. We're called to gratitude. And um, a really good practice in the moment when you feel yourself stressing out, when you feel yourself spinning your wheels, when you feel yourself worrying about what it is that's going on, um, just bringing it back to gratitude. You know, in those moments when I have so much on my to-do list, bringing it back to gratitude and saying, wow, I'm so grateful that I have work. I'm so grateful that I get to do what I love. I'm so grateful that I get to jump on a call with a client and walk them through trusting themselves. I'm so grateful that I get to help people um, pursue what's most important to them. And instead of looking at it as a perspective of, oh, I have so much to do today, or oh, I'm so tired, which is great to own that, switching it into a mode of gratitude is really helpful for me. Um, The other thing that I'll say about this is, Keeping uh, the mentality of slowness is really, really crucial. I feel like if I had one thing to share with every woman in the world, it would be to slow down. Um, Life doesn't have to go so fast. Moments don't have to go so fast. You don't have to talk so fast. You don't have to move so fast. Um, We all know, those of of you that have kids, you know what it's like, uh, the difference in your children just from month to month and then from year to year is is exponential. And time already goes so fast. And uh, I feel like if we remember to slow down, slow down, sit down and eat your breakfast, Um, take five minutes and drink a cup of coffee, even if it's cold, without, um, you know, rushing through it. If you just practice moments of slowness in your day, along with moments of gratitude, it will change your whole life. I love that. And gratitude is definitely one of the things I keep in my little toolkit, my resource, because I tell ladies all the time that I mentor is that, you know, it's essential for us to have our go-to items. Like God gives us, you know, the the Holy Spirit to direct us, you know, the fruit of the spirit, how we're supposed to live. But then he also in Ephesians 6, give us the, the full armor of God. Like all of those are weapons that we use throughout the day to stand strong. Um, because part of keeping our tanks full is that we have to be alert and know that, you know, part of this journey is that we're in a battle. The enemy doesn't want us to succeed. He doesn't want us to reap the the blessings and the harvest of God. And so he he brings on this mentality a lot of times or whisper these lies that we have to be on the hustle. We have to always be busy. We have to do the next thing, you know, or we're going to be behind or we're going to miss out the fear of missing out. 
Um, and it's definitely something that a lot of us struggle with. And a lot of us probably don't share it because again, it's that perspective of, I got it all together. I'm super woman. I can do it. And, you know, and all of that as well, God has equipped us to do a lot of things, but we have to operate from his strength. And so if we're coming from a place of emptiness and we're coming from a place of always being in the cycle of overwhelm and in a dry place, how can we truly be fruitful? Because that's what he's called us to be fruitful into the land and to spread the gospel and to make disciples. But you can't do walking your purpose or do the things God has called you to do if we're running empty. And so gratitude is definitely one of the things that I use in my toolkit all the time is that I take a moment to stop and reflect. Like you said, give thanks to where I'm at. There are moments where I'm like, Lord, I thank you for these kids that keep pulling at me left and right. I thank you for the clothes that are all over the floor, the toys that I keep stepping on. And I want to say some bad words because it hurts like crap but I'm not going to say, it. you know, just in those moments, you know, you're not grateful, but that's where we have that power and that strength to push through it and give God thanks and just say, I'm thankful for where I am. Because here's the thing, all of those desires and all of the great things we want to do in life, if we're not going to show up and be present with the little with the things that we have right now and be grateful for them, how can God bless us down the road? How can he grow us into the women of God he's called us to? So part of keeping our tanks full is being grateful, embracing where we are, and just learning to slow down and to enjoy it, to savor it. And ladies, I totally get that it's easier said than done. Believe me, every day I am talking to myself and saying, just slow down, Shamel. You don't have to go off in your office and work on this project. You don't have to go do this. Sometimes just sit on the couch, love on your family, or instead of working, just go take a hot bath. Enjoy that moment to refresh and be refilled. But if we don't slow down, we miss out on those opportunities to see the beauty of what God is doing. And sometimes when we look around us, our circumstances are may, may not always be the best situation, but we can find the beauty in it because we know that God is at work in it. And I love that scripture, you know, that you share. And I want to also add to it one of the scriptures that I have been leaning on. And it comes from Matthew um, eleven twenty nine, And it says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. And I use this scripture to remind me that when I have those moments where I'm just on the move, on the go, but I feel myself starting to get weary or starting to get tired. I check myself and I say, Shamel, are you operating from your strength? Are you operating and bringing things on you that are heavy laden? And I said, God, truth never called you to this. He says, take up my yoke and learn from it because it's gentle, it's easy. And God is about that abiding and dwelling and all of those things bring peace. And it says in his word that you will find rest for your soul. So for me, one of the key things that I do to, to refill my tank is to simply stop and refresh myself in the presence of God and acknowledge that where I am is exactly where God has me to be. And he did not call me to be living under stress and pressure and comparison and all of these things that we deal with. But I need to refresh myself in his word and his truth and realize that I have to take care of me in that spiritual place so that I'm able to continue to pour out.
And so the last thing I would like for us to chat about, Carissa, is that we have to allow ourselves to be led. And this was so powerful for me because, again, I have that I can do it all. You know, I struggle at a point with the superwoman cape. I can do it all, be it all, all the time. And I found that, ooh, there was many times where I was just hitting rock bottom, just emotionally dealing with depression, just anxiety and just emotions just all over the place. And what I realized is that when I got in that place, I wasn't good for myself. I wasn't good for my family. And I wasn't good for my business and the things that that God was calling me to do. But I had to realize that I had to let go and allow myself to be led. And the first part I had to do is be led by God and understand the fact that, you know, there may be some trials and tribulations in my life, but I'm allow God to lead me through them. Because if he's brought me to them, he's going to take me through them. So filling my take allows me to be led by him and to allow myself to be led by the day-to-day, like you said, just showing up and be present. So from your point of view, how does that concept help you to embrace life more and to really live by the mantras and, and all the things that you set out for yourself? That's a really, really great question, a really good point. Um, you know, for me allowing your as a, as a woman allowing yourself to be led is yes something that we're called to but it doesn't mean it's easy um just like for for men um being the head of the house leading is the hardest thing that they will ever do leading a family leading a wife um that's the hardest thing ever and they're called to do it and i think um one of the the amazing principles that we are blessed with is that god ordains the the way and the means <laughs> you know he ordains um he ordains all of it it's all part of his plan so for me um being led and and i've been married being led in a marriage is really difficult because um every day it's a consistent um the vulnerability it's a consistent um surrender um, I like the word surrender more than submission because surrender is a, you know, you're almost waving a white flag of, okay, I trust you. I trust your vision. In a marriage, I trust that you're hearing from the Lord. I trust, um, you know, I trust that you are equipped and that God is equipping you to lead us. And while I also have my own relationship with the Lord and, and my own prayer life and my own, um, my own walk, it's, it's important in partnership to trust that you're being led and that that he is being led by the ultimate leader. Um, now, for, for single ladies who are listening like me, um, when you are trying to be led in your own life, that can be really difficult. You know, there's such a glorification right now of the single lady and a girl bossing it and being responsible. And in those moments when um, I feel like my railroad track, my, my train is off the tracks a little bit, that I'm not being led, that I'm struggling, which, you know, Chanel, you were so vulnerable to mention that that shows up for you like depression. For me, it shows up like anxiety. I get super anxious when I am realizing that I am not on uh, maybe the the path that I am called to be, or when things don't feel like they're working out the way that they showed, or when I'm like, holy moly, like, oh God, what are you walking me through right now? This is crazy. Um, I remember actually one of my favorite verses, verses, Exodus 14, 14, which says the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. 
And um, there's actually a song by the Fray that mirrors this verse, Be Still and Know. Uh, that song is called Be Still by the Fray. And it's just a great moment. It's a reminder for me in the moment that you can be still and you can go to him and you can be open and vulnerable and honest and say, hey, I trust that you're leading. I trust that you have vision. I trust that you're walking me through this. I trust that you are helping me to focus on the things that I need to focus on. I know that you've brought this into my life. I trust you. Um, but I'm real, real confused right now. <laughs> I'm not doing so awesome. Um, I, you know, I don't get this. I'm super frustrated. Um, why does it have to be this hard? Um, what are we going through? What am I doing? And I feel like, you know, a lot of times we are, I'll speak personally, a lot of times I was afraid to approach my prayer life like that and and my prayer life. And I, I felt like for a long time I had to be, um, praying a certain way or only praying in a positive moment when God wants it all. He wants to hear it all. He wants to hear you're frustrated because it's not like he doesn't already know. Right. But some, some of my most um, knees on the floor moments, earth shaking moments have been in prayer when I've said, you know what? I have no idea why this is happening to me. I have no idea why this is happening for me, but I trust that you've got a plan. I trust that you're in control. I trust that even though I'm massively frustrated, your vision is bigger than mine, um, but it still sucks, and I'm still not happy, and I still don't like it, and I, I'm i going to keep following because that's what I'm called to do, but I'm just letting you know <laughs> I don't feel great about it, and that can be really hard. Um, so in those moments of vulnerability in, in that kind of leadership and vulnerability with myself, um, a lot of times we will feel that something is off balance. We will feel that we are not uh, having full tanks. We'll feel that, you know, oh my gosh, the kids are driving me nuts today. And yet we try to push it aside and say, oh yeah, it's not that bad. Or, oh, I don't even have time to feel what I'm feeling or, um, or you know, whatever the, the excuse can be. And my challenge to you is to, to first stop and notice notice oh my gosh I'm feeling frustrated oh my gosh I'm overwhelmed oh my gosh this isn't working oh my gosh this is not what I need right now um noticing and then verbalizing this is a practice that I teach my coaching clients so the first step is noticing the second step is verbalizing and that can be to yourself that can be in prayer it can be to your spouse it can be to a friend or a mentor or a coach somebody that's a safe space for you Noticing, okay, this is not what I signed up for. This is not working. I'm uncomfortable. I'm fearful. I'm frightened. I'm anxious. Um, getting support. We're not meant to do life in silos. There's so many examples of of biblical uh, community, right? Of doing life with other people, of fellowship with other people. And this is such a huge example of that. We have so many um, moments in our life when we're afraid to reach out because being vulnerable can be scary, but that's what you're called to do. Notice what's going on and then verbalize it. And just the courage to do both of those will help you to get what you need to fill your tanks. It will help you to get what you need to slow down. It will help you get what you need to surrender yourself to be led um, because you'll have, you'll find that people will, will reach out and want to support you and, um, choosing to partner with them and whatever that looks like sometimes that's a, a spouse sometimes it's a coach sometimes it's a mentor sometimes it's a good girlfriend you just pick up the phone and say hey i need you to hold my bucket i need you to 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 let me vent for a minute and just hold space for me um 
you'll find that you you are powerfully led in those moments. Um, and you're reminded of how powerfully you're led all the time because you're willing to show up and be vulnerable. So that's what I choose to do. I choose to, to get still. I choose to notice and then verbalize to a safe space, which is my coach um, or my family about what's going on. And um, the growth that I've seen in my own walk and my own life from that has just been ridiculously impactful and huge. And I can attest to that too, girl. I've seen the growth, um, like you said, just being able to be led and be vulnerable. And like you said, God did not call us to do life alone, you know. And for a season in my life, I thought I had to hold it all down on my own. And one day it's just like a wake up call. He's like, "Uh, sweetie, I never told you to do this by yourself. And so when we welcome in that space to be vulnerable, to be led, because like you said, it takes surrender. You have to really surrender to the idea of you trying to do it all by yourself. You have to surrender to the idea that you don't, you're not going to always have your bucket filled, you know, but you have to acknowledge it. Like you said, you have to acknowledge where you are. And when you have those feelings of running on emptiness so that you can be intentional about doing the things that are going to help you to continue to fill up and to be able to pour out. And like you said, reach out to those people in your community, whether that's your spouse or friend and, you know, or mentor. And that's one thing that I'm so thankful that God has allowed me to do is to mentor a lot of women in my business. And I express to them all the time that we have to do life together. We have to pray together. We have to encourage each other. I'm, I'm here to listen to your pity parties, but I'm not going to lie you to stay there because it's in those negative things that we don't get to embrace embrace where we are it really takes away out of our bucket it's almost like we're pouring our own water out because we're wasting that time having those pity parties or having why instead of using that space to really look at what do I need right now what's going to work for me what's going to help me to love myself more to know who I am what's going to help me to slow down to show up in life um, to love on those around me and to really use my gifts to impact others. So I really love those tips that you shared with us. And so ladies, you know, Chris and I have shared with you guys a lot of tips in this episode. And I pray that even if you start with one, just choose one. I want to encourage you to start with gratitude. In those moments when you're feeling like you're, you're running on E and you're running empty, take a time out. You know, for me, that's running to my closet or running in the bathroom and just taking a break to breathe and to just count it all joy, to reflect on the goodness of God and be grateful. And I'm telling you, turn that praise and worship music on and allow that gratefulness to be a song of joy and just allow the, the, the Holy Spirit to just allow you to be thankful in that very moment. And you will come out on the other side and you just get back up. And you keep working at it. It's a journey, ladies. There's no, like, I'm going to achieve this goal if I run super fast and I get to this point. That's not what life is. God called us to run this race with him, to be led by him, and to truly enjoy the abundance and the freedom that we have with him. And so when I think about the concept of keeping our tank full, it's about that freedom, that, that, that freedom that Jesus Christ died on the cross for us so that we can have life and not just life, but more abundantly. He wants us to be able to enjoy the fruit of our labor, to enjoy those, those moments we get to love others, to help and serve, those moments we humble ourselves, 
even in those moments of the messiness and the chaos, because it's through the trials and the tribulation that our faith grows. Our perseverance continues to move forward because we're leaning on God and he shapes our character. He shapes our mindset. And guess what, ladies? We get to take all of that good stuff, wrap it up and shine it right back out into the world. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this episode. It's definitely have been a blessing to me. And before we go, Carissa, can you share with the ladies where they can connect with you more um, and just learn about more of your mentoring and some of the coaching that you do? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. So you can find me online. Uh, my website has all of my social links and you can get to me there. That's trustyourtemple.com. Uh, I did a... Uh, a lot of thinking about what I wanted to name my site and knowing that your body is a temple and we only get one. Uh, it's my pleasure and blessing to work with women to help them trust themselves and hear what they need and be able to advocate for what they need in a positive, clear way. So you guys can find me online. Uh, all my social links are on my website, trustyourtemple.com. Shamel, I'm so excited that we got to do this. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you, girl. I really enjoyed this conversation. You always bless me through our chats. And so I just wanted the opportunity to share with the ladies who may be listening in. So again, thank you all for joining in on the podcast today. And I hope that it's been a blessing to you. And remember, keep filling your buckets day by day. You will get there, but make that time to be your best self so that you can continue to pour out. I'll chat with you guys next time. Like to join me in spreading God's truth and light and learn about additional support for your faith journey? Visit my website, shamelevans.com, where you can learn more about She Illuminates resource library and intensives for self-discovery and developing sound spiritual habits to fuse your faith in the everyday. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share with family and friends. And I love for you to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks for listening and I'll chat with you next time.